to myself. <laughs> Welcome everybody. You're listening to Birth of a New Earth. My name is Janice Barcello and we are here at Republic Broadcasting Network. So glad to be part of this station and reaching out to all of you, asking you please to support this station with donations so that we can keep the information flowing and stay on the air. We would be so very grateful for your support. So I wanted to start today with some really good news, some people might question my logic, but I recently read an article, <clears throat> it was yesterday or the day before, that a tornado came through North Carolina. I think it's the first tornado in July that's ever occurred. But here's the good part. It took out a Pfizer facility, one of the largest Pfizer facilities in the world. The title of the headline says it's one of the largest sterile injectable facilities in the world. So this facility is known for its production of medical supplies for hospitals. Okay? The plant houses large quantities of quote-unquote medicine. Now, Anybody with a half a brain at this point that's not completely under mind control knows that nothing that's coming out of the pharmaceutical industry is actually medicine. Every ounce of it is actually poison destined to destroy the physical body the longer we ingest these poisons. That is the goal of the Jews who control the pharmaceutical and the medical establishments. They want us dead. But they want to kill us slowly, you see, so that they can suck all of the money out of us, that whatever we have prior to death. And, of course, when you die a long, slow, drawn-out, painful death, it's a little bit easier for them to go about harvesting souls that way. They do this deliberately uh, because it's easier for them to to harness people's souls, to harness people's life force. Okay, but in any event, what we would call an act of mother nature, maybe it was, maybe it was their wicked technologies that they're using for geoengineering and weather warfare, maybe it turned around and boomeranged and kicked them in the ass. Either way, whether this was natural or whether they brought it, well, they do bring it on themselves. It doesn't matter. The fact is, the facility got taken down. And, you know, we could call it karma... But there's an intelligence, there's an intelligence behind all of this. And I can't wait for the day for every one of these evil creatures to get their... Just like was done to the Pfizer facility. Now keep in mind that data show that there is a 63 thousand 
5% increase in child deaths in Europe since the rollout of the Pfizer COVID jab. So this company and the Jews that control it are responsible for countless murders. They are murderers. There's no other word to describe who and what these creatures are. Of course, we're participating in this because children are not being jabbed without their parents bringing the children to these creatures, saying, here, please inject my children with your poisons. I know it will be protective. So, you know, (laughs) we do have to take responsibility. It's not all their fault. It's In large part, it is the fault of the parents who are under mind control and haven't, you know, sought to lift themselves out of it and so are endangering the lives of their children. Parents do this every day, and they're not aware of the damage that they're causing, which is, I think, part of the reason that so many people have to die because these bloodlines really do need to come to an end. We cannot, um, we cannot continue on the way that we have been going. It all has to stop somehow, some way. So even though the Jews are very, very active in trying to kill large numbers of people, in effect they are working for the side of the good. Because the energy of the good says, okay, that's enough evil on the earth. needs to stop. When parents are handing their infants over for circumcision, for example, when parents are lining up to get their children jabbed, it has to stop. It's time for it to end, and it will end. It will end with these bloodlines coming to an end. So that this kind of abject stupidity and a refusal to take responsibility for one's development on this earth will come to an end. And perhaps the whole earth can be set free this way with those who refuse to snap out of it and grow up and make changes in their lives to clean themselves up, to clean up their way of life, to clean up their participation in the evil They won't be around. Their bloodlines will come to an end. So I don't think it's all bad. You know, I I mean, I in some way, I do think evil, not only within evil is the seed of its own destruction. Okay, we know it's they're going to blow themselves up somehow. It always happens this way. But it's also working for the good in the long run. So this is just something to think about. And, of course, when I begin to talk about evil, I always come back to the topic of wireless devices. Because I can't stress enough that there are billions participating in this, in this form of evil, in the destruction of other life forms for their own, because they're, it's convenient for them to use wireless. But see, that's not going to fly. It's not going to work for very long before it all comes back and, and wipes them out. Well, the good news is there are some people getting on it. For example, in the Netherlands, the Dutch government just banned all digital devices in the classrooms. Now, interestingly enough, these devices include mobile phones, smart smart watches, and tablets. Of course, my immediate thought is, what about the Wi-Fi in the classrooms? Did the adults responsible for installing these lethal systems in the schools take responsibility for uninstalling these systems and getting wired internet instead 
Or are they just banning the devices of the children while they themselves go about irradiating the children (laughs) recklessly? We've had children die in Canada from the Wi-Fi systems, dropping dead from heart attacks. Quite literally, two of them died. There was four children. Two of them lived. Now they're installing defibrillators in the schools. Instead of getting rid of the Wi-Fi systems, this is the moronic intelligence of the adults in our world. They're going to stick with that Wi-Fi system. They're going to stick with that cell tower sitting on top of the school because, hell, Verizon's giving them a 1000 bucks a month to keep it there. Really? <laughs> so you can't send your kids to school. But, I mean, it's a start that the schools are getting on. If there's also schools in um, Australia, in New South Wales, that are implementing bans on mobile phones during classes. Okay. One of the comments in the article said, we know that parents across the state are concerned about the impact that devices like smartphones are having on their kids' learning and mental health. Only mental health are they concerned about because, yes, these children develop suicidal tendencies. Of course, they have learning problems because they've got attention deficit disorder, just like most of the young adults on our earth right now who can't even put a coherent sentence together because they have become retarded as a result of these devices. And yet here are the adults handing them the phones when they're children. And now saying we're concerned. But why did you give this to your child in the first place? Why are you allowing your child to attend a school with Wi-Fi? Where, you know, where is the parental responsibility in all of this? Well, you know, I don't want to complain because it is a good thing that the schools are beginning to see that devices are causing problems. The children are not learning. The children cannot sit still. The children are having emotional outbursts that are extremely scary. Okay, like they're beating on their teachers. They're, it's, it's as if they are possessed in some moments because they are possessed. How many times have I said that these frequencies, there's demons that ride in on these waves. That's what they're for. And that's why our our country being one of the, you know, highest technologically, quote unquote, advanced countries is so completely demonic because of the technology that we've welcomed with open arms. So anyway, please hear me, friends, and please take action to make changes in your lives. It's not a good thing to acquiesce to, well, you know, I might as well surrender into it. I'll I'll move into a smart city since they're going to shuffle us all into these smart cities anyway, and um, I'll be ahead of the game if I do it ahead of time. But my God, why would you... Why would you be willing to surrender to their agenda to keep you in a prison? This is a very, you know, I don't know. It's such a matter of heart whether we want to maintain mankind in the image of the creator or whether we're okay with becoming transhuman. And okay with our children also becoming transhuman. Now, I don't really want to start on this whole topic of this new film called Sound of Freedom. Um, But I do want to say that people are claiming that the film is designed to scare parents so that the parents will get their children chipped. 
in the same way that the veterinary industry has been successful in scaring pet owners to get their animals microchipped. <laughs> and then a few years later, the animals are showing up, you know, extremely sick. I wonder what could have possibly caused animal sickness with, you know, wireless radiation pumping through their bodies thanks to the moronic veterinary industry and the, the moronic parents of these pets. And now they want the children tracked. They want all of us tracked. They want to control our every movement. Will they be successful? No. Why? Because those who accept this are going to die. And those who won't accept it are the ones who are going to live. And that's just nature taking its course. You think that this natural system is going to tolerate all of this for very long? It's not. We're going to see massive earth changes, whatever you want to call them, but we're going to see a response that will take down this grid. This grid will not remain. And neither will the people who've acquiesced to becoming transhuman, to becoming part of the smart city uh, transhumanist agenda. I guess that's okay. It's, you know, it's your path. It's your life journey. It's your life walk. It's your soul's decision. Do you want to have the experience of being part machine? Okay, have at it. I don't think you're going to be around very long, and I guess that's okay with you if you decide to take that route. But those who don't take that route, those who are committed to the creator's way of life, those are the ones who are going to be carrying forth into the new earth. Ideally, I mean, that's what I'm imagining is the only possible outcome from all of this. Because the other, the dark side simply cannot win. Okay. And it's interesting because I've been getting some very interesting emails from Gab, from Andrew Torba, who sends out emails to everybody that's part of Gab. I don't really get on Gab. Maybe once every couple of months I just might get on to make a comment or like something that somebody sent me. Or I very rarely post on social media anymore because I don't even trust Andrew Torba. I'm like, okay, so... What kind of last name is Torba? To me, it's obviously a made-up last name. Andrew is very often a Jewish name. Um, so, And this guy's got mega bucks, right, to create the kind of uh, free speech platform that he has created. He says it's thanks to donations, but... You know, I wonder. And so I don't really want to be part of the whole... The whole uh, social media scene anymore because I think it really is all about tracking but nonetheless he presents himself as a diehard Christian yes and he wrote, recently wrote an article about the Amish way of life I don't know if he wrote it or he posted somebody else's article about the Amish way of life but he's promoting right now a neo-Amish movement that's, that's, that's going to have a critical evaluation and resistance against technologies that are that are incoming right now now this is a very very good thing and something for us all to think about because the Amish are one of the healthiest societies that we could possibly be aware of and I know we have to go to break but there's a reason for them being so healthy not only do they not get vaccinated and all this other stuff but they don't have electricity they don't have cars. They're not driving around in irradiated cars. They drive around in horse, you know, horse-drawn carriages, and they live in homes with fireplaces, and they don't use electricity. And this is why they can reproduce in large numbers. Why they have one of the healthiest, the healthiest societies that 
that I'm aware of. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air. And 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Yeah, so what was I saying? I was talking about the Amish and um, a good thing to do in terms of taking a look at their way of life. Steve Kirsch, you know, he's becoming really well-known because of his antagonism to vaccines. Oh, the fact that a billionaire Jew is antagonistic to vaccines gives him a, a lot of attention. And he makes the comment that you won't find Amish kids with ADD, with autoimmune disease, Pandas, pans, epilepsy. You just don't find any of these chronic diseases in the Amish because they're largely unvaccinated. So there's an emphasis over and over again on vaccines as the problem. We see this even in the white nationalist movement. Okay, none of the adults who claim to care about these kids are paying attention to the wireless issue, are paying attention to all the smart devices they bring into their own homes. None of them who claim to be concerned about the future of the white race are addressing the fact that there will be no white race if you continue to expose children to radiation because 
they will be sterile. And if they're not sterile, it is likely they will give birth if they can get pregnant. They will give birth to a genetically defective child because of the radiation. So why is it all these intelligent men especially are not willing to confront the most serious issue of our time? It's very frustrating to me. How are you going to, you know, there's an organization out there, I won't name them, that really, you know, presents itself as a savior of the white race. These people are fundamentally worshiping science, problem number one, since science is satanic, and it has been from the get-go. Number two, they just will not address the radiation issue. How are we going to have a continuation? What are we preserving here? A scientific, technological way of life that's killing life? Really, people? And if I say the word satanic to these men, they're like, you know, we don't talk about satanic here. We don't talk about Satanism. Well, Luciferianism. Well, then you're a bunch of cowards is what you are. Either you're too stupid to realize that the problem we have, the Jews especially, are a satanic race, or you're actually controlled opposition, trying to cover up what's at the root of of the problems we face. In any event, I have no tolerance for it. And I have a very strong feeling, and this is an interesting thing, that it is women, it is the women and the mothers who are going to be the ones that step up to the plate. Now, don't get me wrong, guys, because I have young men, they're in marriages, they're having children, Right, They come to me with their beloved to prepare themselves for pregnancy. And the young men that come into my field, when I tell them the wireless is an issue, they act. They move to protect their wives and their children. And I have enormous respect for any man that does that. And especially for the young men, because these are the men who are going to be up and coming for our future. No, it's the men my age, you know, from 50 up, that seem to be unwilling to address this issue, which is very disheartening to me, because that makes my generation a huge part of the problem. And I want to see, I want to see something different occurring with my generation, and especially with the male energy. That the male energy steps up to act in defense and protection of this earth. And and all things that are vulnerable, all life forms that are vulnerable. Isn't it time? Anyway, I want to just nod and bow to the men out there who have come into my field who have worked with me, who do immediately take action in their homes to protect their wives, their pregnant wives, their incoming children, to protect their sperm, to protect their already born children, who are wise enough to want to prepare themselves properly. We'll be back with it. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can. 
handle the truth. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, what was I saying? I was thanking the young men, the young men who, who actually stepped into their masculine power, into their masculine potential. Really, what's the essence of masculine power and potential is to protect and defend, right, the vulnerable, to protect and defend what's good and honorable. And we need that so much on this earth as the satanic energies become larger and larger. So I hope we can, you know, I hope I can muster up a few of you out there who are my age and in a male body to take action, especially with respect to the radiation issue. And I'm not, you know, with respect to the Amish, I don't know why I'm hearing like there's traffic in the background or something, cars moving. I'm hearing some noise in the background now, Frank. I don't know if you can deal with that. However, I want to stress that there's issues with the Amish. Why? Because the Amish are a religious community, right? They're a Christian community. And I've already spoken about my issues with Christianity really being a way of serving the Jews and worshiping a Jewish God that's brought more problems to this earth than we can imagine. And I recently read a headline from LifeSite News. Now, LifeSite News, they put out some very interesting articles. 
despite the fact that they're Catholic organization, um, and it's a lot of, you know, pro-life articles, anti-abortion articles, which I support. But the title of this particular article really gave me pause because it, it magnifies the absurdity of Christian thought in terms of who and what God is. Okay, so here's the title of the article. In his mercy, God withholds what we deserve and freely gives us what we don't. Now think about that. God withholds what we deserve but gives us what we don't deserve. And that's called mercy. Now, I didn't listen to the video to try to hear the logic of their absolutely twisted thought on this. But I can speak from my own experience, okay, of having felt that there was a withholding God out there my whole life that was withholding from me all of the good things in the world, really because I imagined that I had done something bad or wrong and was being punished. You know, the content of my, my bad behavior was unknown to me. What could I possibly have done, for example, to, to be punished in a way that I would have five pregnancies and none of them would be successful? And two of them would be the most harrowing birth experiences imaginable to humankind. What did I do to deserve this that God, the God that I was brought up in with because I'm brought up Catholic, what did I do to incur his wrath for him to withhold my having a child when all these, all these really damaged people are reproducing and creating more pain on the earth. What did I do? So what I've come to understand is that God isn't the real creator, the one that I believed in my whole life. And my birth experiences were a recreation of my own birth. I was engaged in the process of traumatic repetition because my system was trying to repeat the trauma in an effort to work it out and return my system to love. Of course, that's not what happened because when you repeat trauma, very often we re-traumatize ourselves and the trauma becomes compounded. And we don't heal it, it gets worse. It goes in deeper, and then it escalates the next time we go through a recreation episode. Okay, this is the nature of our biology, which is evolutionarily not really designed to deal with hospital births and the abuse and suffering that we endure as a result of letting the Jewish satanic forces into our pregnancies and births. Okay, our bodies are overwhelmed by the trauma. And so we try to devise ways to work it out by recreating similar experiences, hoping to have a positive outcome. But it doesn't work that way all the time in terms of having the positive outcome. We have to understand this has nothing to do with God punishing us. It's nothing to do, you know, my um, not having money really is nothing to do with God at all. It was my way of further punishing myself for the death of my children to make sure I didn't have any joy in life because I was not successful in bringing them through and allowing them the opportunity to have joy in life. 
So all of this is in large part our unconscious memories that are surfacing and trying to work themselves out. It is not God doing this to us. I want people to understand, and I can't, I can't prove this to you. You have to, you have to experience the love of the Creator, the goodness and kindness of the Creator, who's not going to do anything to hurt us or to withhold from us. The withholding energy is in large part coming from the dark side, which has so deeply infested our psyche. And, you know, it it affects the way that we create reality when it's had such an enormous influence upon us. It's driving our behavior. It's driving what we create. It's driving so much of our lives. If we understood how powerful our earliest experiences are in terms of the outcome of the rest of our lives, everybody would change in a minute. You'd say, i got to fix this right now. I mean, if you were any kind of a good person, you'd say, the buck stops with me. I'm not going to pass this on to my kids. I have to heal this. I have to stop, you know, I have to stop this. I have to end the lineage of abuse and trauma. I have to be the one because those who came before me didn't do it. And those who came before me weren't courageous enough to face the evil that they had endured their whole flipping life. I mean, my grandmother, this is how deep it goes, friends, okay? My grandmother, Francis, I see you there. I'll get right to you in a second. My grandmother, on my mother's side, went to the hospital to give birth to her son. This is before my mother was born. Nancy, I see you too. Bear with me. I'll get to you too. All right, before I was before my mother before my mother was born, my grandmother went to the hospital to give birth to her son. Do you know they pulled that baby out with forceps? They gave him a brain hemorrhage and he died. Now, the lineage of dead babies continues in my bloodline. And it may have happened before my grandmother. I don't know. I don't know what happened, you know, to my great-grandmother or to her mother. But all of this is traumatic repetition. And it is intergenerational. And it's up to us to stop it. Francis, what would you like to share? Hey, kiddo. Well, just quick, three quick thoughts for you. One, what? as far as uh, what uh, a deity is going to expect or not uh, take from you or whatever, that reminds me of what's called psychological warfare and what a deity will do or not do. Uh, secondly, you hit the nail on the head about the aspect of, well, a certain part of our ethnic background uh, are complaining about what's being done to them and so forth as far as their uh, propagation goes of their uh, species, ethnically speaking. And you know something? They have no room to talk because, quite frankly, they are taking up the tools that are presented to them that, to harm themselves, as in the uh, electronic devices that they're playing with willfully and willingly and so forth. So it's no wonder their numbers are decreasing and being depopulated, but they're doing it to themselves. If they just simply stop, hold off on the action, return the garbage back to the uh, people that is giving it to them, well, not giving it to them, but making a killing financially off of their stupidity, then they wouldn't have this problem now as far as the numbers are concerned. Uh, and as far as ethnicity goes, I'm talking about people that claim to be white, Caucasian, European, whatever, and yeah. so forth, ad nauseum. So yeah. think about what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what you're doing to yourself, and the fact that you're actually pleasing those that are doing the damage to you, for that matter. 
Lastly, the uh, scenario with the uh, tornado that hit that Pfizer plant, yeah. uh, I had to say, you go, Mom, you go for it. That's because right. Pre- <laughs> well, That's you know. Exactly how I feel. I was, was like, right on. <laughs> I, literally, I did. Because I, was, when I, uh, I didn't hear about it until several hours later that, uh, that there was a tornado in a neighborhood. And I was like, you're kidding me. And when I heard about one of the uh, buildings that was taken out, I was like, what? Wait a minute, that name sounds familiar. And so when I went to look it up, I was like, oh, my gosh, you go, gal. And so uh, now there there was damage to other uh, parts of the 20-mile uh, area that that touchdown occurred at. The funny thing is that when it did, our lights blinked on and off here, but that was it. The uh, reason I say it is because we reside about 15 or 20 miles from where that uh, tornado touched down at in uh, North Carolina, which is just north, northeast or whatever of Rocky Mount. So uh, they complained about, well, they got they, they don't have this, they don't have this, medically speaking, and people lost their work and all that. I'm like, well, you shouldn't have been working there to start with. But quite frankly, as far as the death that they're doling out to their fellow human beings, I am so grateful that it got taken out. Now, a lot yeah. of people are going to think, well, you're being selfish. No, I'm not. I'm looking out for my fellow human beings and the fact that this helped Mother Nature took out a notch out of the uh, diabolical plot to take out our fellow human beings with harm or even better yet, death. So with that, have a fun weekend. Later. Thanks, Francis. And you know I'm right there with you. I was actually clapping when I heard about this. I thought, right on, Mama. Or, you know... The, the joy of thinking that their, their geoengineering backfires on them and turns around and whips them in the ass. I just, it's just such a pleasing thought to know how quickly this can happen. And especially if we decide to put our attention on creating things like this, if we want the end of certain things on this earth, we can create experiences like this for sure um, without causing harm. Nobody died, amazingly in that tornado event at the Pfizer plant. So, very interesting. Nancy in California, what would you like to say? Yes, I attended a bread-making class. A what? A bread-making class. Okay, I'm having a little trouble hearing. by but... a chiropractor. Yep. And he had said that um, they used to make bread um, just the old-fashioned way sourdough bread. It was in the early 1900s that they started to mass produce it using yeast. So the bread that we buy in the store is basically fast food bread. Um, He said that it would cause sterility. And it, it also binds up your B vitamins. When you have a sourdough start in the sourdough bread, it basically kind of pre-digests and makes those B vitamins readily available with the yeast, it binds them. And so you cannot access access them. So then separately, I have a niece who was not born with celiacs. In fact, I also have a neighbor whose wife was not born with celiacs but developed it. And it was developed through eating um, yeast bread, bread that's made with yeast. Well, you know, My, a, lot of people, a lot of people are saying, I'll let you continue in a second, Nancy, but let me interject here, that people are developing celiac disease because of the glyphosate that they're pouring all over the GMO wheat and other GMO ingredients that are in the bread. Okay, if people are not using organic food but readily eating these, glyphosate is causing infertility, as is every other thing that they produce, you know, it's not the the weed itself. It's what they're spraying on the weed that is causing well, the problem. That may contribute. It with my niece. All she stopped doing is eating. Um, she went on a gluten free diet, yeah. and she hadn't had. She's been married, hadn't had children for years. As soon as she went on that gluten free diet, she conceived. She ha- now has three children. So that's still with the same wheat, I'm assuming, that's sprayed with the, gly- you know, the glycosate 
um, I'm not saying that that's a good thing to have on there, but that wasn't what was preventing her from conceiving. It was the eating gluten. So you might, I don't know if it's past your ability, but you might try to go with the gluten-free and see if that helps. I'm not infertile. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I am 64 now, so the chances of me having a child are very slim, but I was never infertile. That was never my problem. I was very able to get become pregnant. Okay. The problem was bringing a child through to fruition because of all the, mm. all of what happens during the birth process. And this is a very long and deep story that I have. I've talked about it in my birth trauma book for people that are interested to know what happened, what I experienced, and what brought me to this point of talking about prenatal and birth trauma with such fierce intensity. Because I understand... Well, you know, how much it drives our life. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. I was just going to say it's a real tragic story to hear of that child that was pulled out with the forceps and had the brain hemorrhage. That's such a tragic situation. There are many tragic situations in my in my bloodline. Mm -hmm. There are many. It's not just me. You know, mm -hmm. it's a tragic situation when a, a male baby is born and circumcised. This is a flippant tragedy. Mm -hmm. Really. It's a tragedy when a baby is separated from its parents at birth, especially its mother. It's, a, yeah. it's an unbelievable tragedy when a baby ends up in a neonatal intensive care unit in an incubator. And the only touch this infant receives is painful touch. Shots, right. yep. needles. Yeah. Okay, this is yep. this, these are tragedies of such immense proportions that have affected so many on such a deep level that we need to talk about this and we need to put a stop to it. We don't I belong agree. in a hospital. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nancy. <laughs> yeah, I. We don't probably. I. I. Who knows what the impact is? I do know the impact. Their life. Because we see it all around us. We see people all around us with Stockholm Syndrome, number one, completely under mind control, literally lining up to be murdered with death jabs. Okay? We see them unable to bond with their children. We're seeing more and more children commit suicide. We're seeing a lack of ability to love, to create healthy relationships, to reproduce. This is all around us, everywhere you, know, you go, everywhere you turn. You know, I think that also we are broken. Like you take a wild stallion out of nature and put it in a pen and break it. I think yeah. we have been broken as a people. We have been broken, and it starts It starts with prenatal care. It yeah. starts, do you know what Picking it's like? the heel and... Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what it's like to be in a womb when they're blasting ultrasound frequencies at you, when you're being electro-tortured? Right, Literally, yeah. With the noise in the womb is as loud as being in a subway when the trains are coming in? Because yeah, babies can hear... Children try to get away from that. They, you know, the, the fetus tries to get away from the that ultrasound blast. Yeah. You know, I try, Robert I try Kennedy, to resist using the word fetus because it is a baby. Yeah, um, and I agree. The baby, the baby will try to get away from it, but it's trapped, isn't it? Yes. You Just know, like I heard a, I heard a, um, this doctor who delivers babies uh, he said that he will prescribe a stress test where, you know, they're being, you have this almost full-term baby now being bombarded with ultrasound that can't, doesn't have the room to, because it's almost full-term, get away. And he says it induces labor. It induces the birth. And I heard of one where the child was born and their face was burnt. They couldn't, yep. you know, the hospital's like, oh, we don't know why 
his baby has these burns, but and I attributed it to the ultrasound. Well, these are radiation burns, exactly. And in my ultrasound book, with almost 2,000 citations, friends, it's clear that ultrasound is causing fetal death, miscarriage, uh, premature birth, and a number of other issues that are very, very common in the United States. Babies are hightailing it out of the womb. If they can make it out alive, they will try to get out because so there is a danger to their existence. Whose fault is Robert this? Kennedy uh, has the Children's Health Defense, and he puts out uh, regular emails with videos and information. One of them was this woman who was talking about the detrimental effects of these ultrasounds, and she attributed it to um, you know, Jewish control over so much of our health care and so on and so forth. Wow. All right. I got to let you go because we only got two minutes left, and I got to wrap up. So, Nancy, thank you very much for your input. Robert Kennedy, that's very interesting that they would interview somebody who actually mentioned the Jews. That's that's very surprising. They interviewed me also. Um, uh, Polly Tomei interviewed me on her tea time about ultrasound. But I did not dare mention the Jews. However, so many people bought my ultrasound book after that interview. They won't interview me again because I'm sure that people complained because I, I call out the Jews in every one of my books. I speak about who's behind all of this and give very well-documented information concerning their participation in this evil. Consider buying my books, folks. You have to go to my website at birthofanewearth.com to buy my books. That's because they're banned. You know, Amazon put on a ban of my books, and then everybody everybody else in the, in the um, publishing community seems to also have been banned. And I was just banned again from the people that were printing my books. <laughs> they're like, oh, your books don't, you know, violate our community guidelines, so we can't fulfill your orders anymore so I go through this a lot because I tell the truth about the Jews I tell the truth about everything that I know about because this is what needs to happen you know instead of being um, filled with pretense that everything's okay and you know watching every word that we say so we don't offend somebody what a concept to just tell the bloody truth All right, you guys, we'll be back again next week. Same time, same channel. Hope to see you all then. Thanks for taking the time to listen in. Everybody take care. Bye for now. media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. 
You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.